Hey, what's up, everybody? Thank you for downloading episode 151 of We Got This with Mark Woo-hoo! and Al. We did it! Yeah! Mark's here. Hey, guys. I wonder if anybody listens to these. I don't know. When I listen to podcasts, I usually fast forward to the theme song. But then do you skip it? The theme song? Yeah. No, podcast should have a theme song. I don't know. I think podcast should not have a theme song. Oh, don't start that again. <laughs> uh, but we are not only here in your ears right now, but at the end of February, the 23rd through the 25th, we're going to be in Pensacola, Florida. At Pensacon, we're going to be signing stuff. We're going to be doing a live recording of We Got This with special guest Steve Agee. And we're going to be having a general good time. Pensacon, if you live anywhere near the Gulf Coast, is an awesome place to be. We were there last year. Uh, Mike and Steve and Kat and the whole crew put on uh, a heck of a con. So so get there if you can. Go to Pensacon.com for tickets and info. And my dad may be there. So you can come down and meet my dad. Oh, I hope your dad is there again. It was really fun last time. Can we record an episode with your dad if he comes? Absolutely. Yes. He would no, you know what my dad would love is to talk about recording up an episode and talk about how great he would be at recording an episode. And then when it came time to record it, he would be like, nah, right. you, you, this is you guys thing. <laughs> so maybe we'll get him to do it. I when don't know. you get a record that I don't know. Well, <laughs> we'll get together then listen to the episode and go. Yeah. Go listen to episode 151. Oh, no, I meant for the episode to start. Oh, yeah. You know, I'm going to do it right now. But Here I already did it. Okay, go. But I but I did the go. All right, you do it. One, two, three. Go. Go. Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Best Winter Olympic Sport. Can I tell you my favorite part yes. about watching you do that? Best Winter Olympic sport. Use that one, Ken. <laughs> because you've got this look in your eye that is like it's like uh the monkey that stares at uh, uh <laughs> that stares at Chris on Family Guy. Hi everybody, welcome to the show. <laughs> Wait, hold on. What? That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcast should have a theme song. Podcast should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. What? What? Are you ready? Yeah, I thought we were already going. For the Winter Olympics? No, we cut all that out. And nobody's going to know what we're talking about right now. Oh, great. So let's start and go. Go. Hi, everybody. Hi. Welcome to the show. Uh, Hal, are you excited about the Winter Olympics coming up? I am excited, except, uh, I'll, to be honest, I mm-hmm. forgot it was happening until I saw a commercial during the Golden Globes. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I've been excited for it. I got real nervous when I saw that it was in Pyeongchang. Right. Uh, in South Korea, because when I saw that name, I initially, like many people, read, wait a minute, they're having the Olympics in Pyongyang? Isn't that the <laughs> capital of North Korea? <laughs> this seems like a terrible idea. So geopolitically, it's going to be a fascinating, uh, it's going to be a fascinating Olympics because right now, as we're recording this, North Korea is meeting with South Korea, having a look, let's just be cool long enough for the Olympics yes. meeting. The Olympics are an incredible. I mean, certainly there have been political statements at them. Mm-hmm. You got the raised fists in Munich. Sure. Um, Jesse Owens at the 19. 19- Whooping up on some Nazis. Yeah. yeah. But generally, the games sort of serve their intended purpose. They bring the nations of the world together mm-hmm. for a brief amount of time to compete in a healthy way. Yeah. 
which is, by the way, now how war should be fought. I think we may have talked about this the last time we did this. Via sports? Yeah. I mean, but you can even use the sports that seem sort of warlike. You could do, all right, um, these two countries are fighting over this particular piece of land and fencing. <laughs> and whoever wins, then you know what? That's the modern version of the old timey. You have bested me. <laughs> I bet you they would agree to that. Yeah. Who wouldn't? So all the world, this is what we're going to do. Save up all your disputes, bottleneck them until the Olympics every four years, er, every two years. No, every four years, because your country is probably only going to be good at one or the other. (laughs) You know what I mean? There's not a lot of great teams from Norway in the Summer Olympics. True. True. Uh, But they are going to dominate. Right. And there aren't a lot of Jamaican teams, except for the bobsled team. (laughs) Except for cool runnings. Yeah. Uh, in the winter games, uh, geez, do you, well, we should talk about winter versus mm-hmm. summer another time. There right. are, there we are, already have talked about winter versus summer, I believe. I don't think we did. Didn't have. we? I think we talked about the season. You, you see, I went to the, oh, maybe it was one of our clean slate episodes or oh, we did a live thing. Maybe it was. I do remember us, uh, determining. It's not, it's not canon. Well, look, I don't want to go into what's canon and what's not on this show. Uh, everything that either of us has ever said could become canon. That's true. Is that how judges live their lives? Uh Uh-huh. Like, if someone, you know, anything that happens wrong, like, you're walking down the street and you're like, uh, sir, she's right. And then you keep walking and it's like, nope, sorry, I'm a judge. Yeah, anything you say, it's like, it's like childhood. You touch blue, make it true. (laughs) But when you swear in as a judge, you Mm -hmm. touch something blue while you're doing it, so everything that you say is true. Is that true? I touched blue while I said that. Do, um... If you in a hospital, if you step on a crack, do you in fact break the physician's mother's back? You actually break your own mother's back. Oh, oh goodness! Unless your mother's not present, and then it's the nearest mom. Just any Just mom nearby. The closest mom's back gets <laughs> cracked. Is that why? Is that why when I'm not looking down uh, and I'm paying more attention to my phone or the world above the floor, that people around me just constantly are bending over in pain? Yes. Oh, wow. That is, I'm really sorry, everyone. I feel bad. The more you know. And that was our PSA. So now let's start the episode. Fair enough. Um, Ashley Schwann, uh, I hope I'm pronouncing that properly because Ashley has suggested stuff before. Uh, she suggested it on the Facebook group, I think today or yesterday. Oh, and wow. I saw it. I was like, Hey, we need to record an episode. We'd agreed to meet it this time. Yeah. I know what we're going to do this one. And I went, all right. <laughs> uh, so here's why I like the Olympics, and I, I, I know I may have talked about this on another Olympic themed episode two years ago. Um, I love the Olympics because it is sports for everyone. Right. It is aside from its global, uh, you know, bringing every every community togetherness. Uh, I also love that it's it's bite size. It is short attention span sports. It's here is what you are about to see. Here is your local country's uh, person who's competing in it and a human interest story about them for a couple of minutes. Here's the rules of it if you don't understand the rules of it. And go. And it takes 5, 10, 20 minutes. And then it's done. And you're like, all right, uh, next event. And the cycle just repeats. So I can just gobble up as much or as little of the Olympics as I want. Yeah, and there's something for everybody. Uh-huh. I think the Winter Olympics even – well, actually not true. Uh, cause if you, if you enjoy grace and style and beauty, you mm-hmm. have figure skating, but then in the summer, uh, you have gymnastics. Olympics, you have gymnastics. So right. there is, uh, if you like brutality, there's, 
right. boxing and wrestling, <laughs> or there's ice hockey. Yeah. But ice hockey isn't specifically about the battery no. in the way that boxing is. But there's a lot of it. Sure. You want to pretend like they're not hitting each other? <laughs> those, those aren't hugs you're seeing out there, Mark. Those are people trying to hurt one another. I always, uh, I always love watching teams, uh, that feature American professional athletes on teams for other countries because, uh, <laughs> you, know, you know, the Canadian teams will be great from with American hockey players or yeah. like in the summer with basketball and baseball. And though it does make me think like, Hey, but you came over to our team. <laughs> Where are you going? Oh man. You see all these great American athletes going to their home country's teams. It's like, oh, well, I guess you're right, but still. I like that that's your reaction instead of, wow, the National Hockey League truly is a global sports organization where people around the world come to showcase their skill. It's like, no fair. No, no fair. You play for us now. Also, uh, I'm sure people have pointed this out. It's the National Hockey League, but the teams are split between two countries, and it's the World Series, and they're all from America. No, Toronto. Uh, that's right, Toronto. Uh, you know what? Never mind. You're right. It's the World Series. <laughs> the whole globe is represented between the United States and Toronto. What else is there? <laughs> Find me the rest of the world on a map, why don't you? Ugh. No, thank you. I say that while a map of the entire globe sits behind you, but also a map of the United States, and there's some Canada Well, the in United there. States in 1827. Uh, so That's why the states look so big. Yeah. <laughs> What's like, out west do? I was like, I don't think that's what Nebraska looks like. Nope. Nebraska looks like all of Mexico and a California additionally. <laughs> what is the polite thing to do right now? I'm a guest in Mark's home. It would be rude of me to insult his map and tell him it's wrong. Wait, but at what did the you same say? time, I want him to be correct. Nothing, sir. Did you say my map was wrong? No, your map is long on charm. That it is. All right, let's talk about the uh, Winter Olympics. Okay. So uh, we're talking, these are these are specifically games that are going to be in the upcoming 2018 Pyeongchang, not Pyongyang uh, Olympics in Korea. Yes. All right. So here is, uh, here's what we've got. And they're broken into three categories. Ice sports, uh, alpine skiing and snowboarding events. And then the Nordic events. So our ice sports are the bobsled, the luge, skeleton, ice hockey, figure skating, speed skating, short track speed skating, and curling. Our alpine skiing and snowboarding events are alpine skiing, freestyle skiing, and snowboarding. And our Nordic events are biathlon, cross-country skiing, ski jumping, and Nordic combined. So that is the complete definitive list of all of the sports that we are going to have here. Now, there are other sports that have in the past been a part of this. Right. That did not make this list. For whatever reason, they're not going to be in this year. Like, I don't know what skjorning is. Skjorning? Skjorning? Skjorning. It's skiing behind horses, you guys. It was in 1928 in the Winter Olympics. I really wish we had. So would they look like water skiers? Like, yeah, holding the rope, doing the pyramid with uh, <laughs> like do, holding it with their teeth, doing it backwards. Oh, my goodness. I but being so. pulled by horses instead of speedboats. Why is this? Why is uh, why is ski oaring no longer in the Olympics? I, I, I can only imagine it's because it probably uh, looks weird. Like they once cars really hit the scene hard. And this yeah. is 1928. I think was either when it was done or when it was retired. Mm -hmm. But uh, at a certain point, they're like, 
we won't need horses anymore. We've got cars now. But there are two. I like your version because the horse is just running full speed. <laughs> yeah. I also like the version where a horse is walking <laughs> and the person's sort of duck walking behind the horse. So it looks like he's just walking his yeah, pet horse. Like ski dressage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Or or just a guy with a pet. Or like, yeah. do you remember on Sesame Street, the mean my llama? Yeah. It's like he's taking his horse to the dentist. <laughs> he's just stopping every once in a while if the horse has to pee. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I wish, I wish that that sport was still around. And yep. no offense to your version. I kind of like the, uh, flying behind, uh, speeding horses on skis. But that, uh, is, that's also a reason that there's another one that's no longer in here, uh, which in 1932 was a demonstration. So these are demonstration sports, by the way. They were never officially, uh, meddled sports. Um, but, uh, dog sled racing, because that, okay. like the horses, it feels like, if this is about a country asserting its, look how great we are. Right. Look how great our people are to add an event that's also our dogs are great. <laughs> like, look at the athletes that our dogs are. Right. Um, and they also, I think they forced every country to use a dog native to that country. So the Mexican team didn't really have a chance. They had chihuahuas. Just a bunch of teeny little chihuahuas. And the English had bulldogs. So that was just the guy trying to pull six bulldogs. Ahead of, <laughs> like, Chester, yeah. hurry, Chester, please. We're losing. Yeah. The German team was great until all those German shepherds saw a uh, perpetrator and then just went gnarly, <laughs> gnarly after him. <laughs> I like that we assume – like the cartoons are true. Like well, yeah. all German shepherds are police are police officers. Yeah, exactly. That's all, they, that's all they're good for. Mm -hmm. Well, all Chihuahuas are pretty tiny, except the yeah. one Chihuahua I met once that was half Chihuahua, half German Shepherd. How big was it? Did it, it look like a big Chihuahua or a small German? It shepherd? looked like a German Shepherd with a Chihuahua head, and it was, which is exactly what I wish all dog breed <laughs> mixes were, like. Like a, one of those mix-up books that you get when you're a kid where they have like three different ripped strips of book within. Yes. You remember those? I have the Empire Strikes Back one still. Really? In Philadelphia, yeah. Those were so much fun. They were great. The mix and match. Yeah, the mix, the mix and, and match. match. Yeah. I feel like I had a Where the Wild Things Are one. Oh, that must have been pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty great. Anyway, <laughs> let's get back to, uh, let's get back to the wide world of sports. And we do mean the world. Yes. Um, so let's start with, do you want to pick one from each of these categories? Yeah, or? let's do that. All right. Let's start with the Nordic events because this is pretty easy. Which one is going to win? There's four events. The, though there's ski jumping. You've seen the ski jumping go, and yes. then, and it's just it's a person. The whole job of that is stand very still. You're trying to get distance, but you also yeah. have to stick your landing. You yeah. have to make sure your skis don't get crossed while you're going. Countless uh, amount. I, I forget yeah. how fast they they go, but it's very fast. But the whole sport the is just stand still and do core work. Well, it's a little. Have you ever seen Eddie the Eagle? I have seen Eddie the. No, wait. Uh, I've seen. No, wait. Eddie the Eagle is the um is the British the British jumper who I think it, I think it was. I've seen so I've seen Eddie the Eagle. I haven't seen the movie about you Eddie the seen Eagle. The movie. The I've seen clips of Eddie the Eagle because I think you assume. I assume the same thing, which is it's like really like. Not easy, like I mm -hmm. couldn't do it, but that that it seems simple compared to other sports. But then you see how much is involved in how do you get maximum distance? Mm -hmm. What is the right time to hit each? Like to have the right posture to make sure your skis stay straight and don't right. don't get all messed up. Like you have to cross them properly. Like how it's tough. How yes, it's not going to win. Of course not, <laughs> <laughs> because there's another one in this category that we'll get to. Yes. Uh, there's also cross country skiing, which is, uh, 
contrary to what I thought when I was a little kid, you do not have to go across an entire country border to border. I thought, well, it's cross-country skiing. You have to go across the country. <laughs> what were other things that you thought like that? Uh, cross-country running in school. I was like, wait, what? But that weren't cross-country. Were there other things where you took Oh, no, no. I, 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 I perfectly understood everything else about life from the time I was an infant until now. <laughs> if there's one thing you've demonstrated throughout <laughs> your years, it is a mastery of life. <laughs> I apologize. I was just taken aback by the cross-country part. It's all right. I was like, how does Mark not know something? Look, Hal. All is forgiven. You're sitting here right now. You've got like kind of a beard. Uh-huh. You got a plaid shirt and a, a Dodgers cap on and shorts. Yep. You look like the neighbor on a sitcom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you did you you're accusing me of looking like Newman right now? No, no, Newman wasn't a neighbor. He was just the, he was the neighbor's friend. Oh, that's I'm fair. just saying you look like the guy who comes to fix the apartment, but you don't, you speak so well. Like I look at a, of this you say, let's look at more of these winter sports. Let's <laughs> we got, we got ski All sports, right. ice sports, but you don't. Well, thanks, Hal. It just speaks to your range because you can, you can do it all <laughs> is what I'm saying. This really is a compliment. Thanks, buddy. Um, can we talk about the Nordic event that's going to win? Cross-country skiing uh, is not going to win. Wait, what's Look, freestyle cross-country skiing? There's really only one way to slide your skis. Like, <laughs> is somebody like doing a sidestep cha-cha? I, I don't know. I think freestyle may be um, – it, it might be that there's also backstroke and breaststroke and butterfly cross-country skiing. Wait. Could you imagine butterfly cross-country skiing? You- Just wildly flailing <laughs> ski poles. <laughs> I was imagining somebody moonwalking. Just doing it backwards? If somebody moonwalked, uh, if somebody did cross country moonwalking at the Olympics, they should get a gold medal in every event. They should just get every gold medal that exists. Yeah. If you can do that, if you can win and do that at the same time, I don't think you could do it without secret rockets. How many of the cross country skiers do you think have secret rockets on their skates? I, sadly, I think that kind of doping is really prevalent. Yeah. You can just look for the steam and if there's a puddle behind them. (laughs) But, I, when I thought about the, the moonwalking, I thought about the video for bad. Uh huh. Do you remember, do you, do you know what I'm about to talk about? Um, the, the garage and Wesley Snipes, that video? Yes, that video. Yeah, I, in, I'm, I don't know what detail you're about to talk about. In that video, there's a man in doing a full split, like a front back split, uh huh, on roller skates, and he grabs the back of his jacket, pulls himself up, and then does like a moonwalk in place. On roller skates. That's the greatest person that's ever lived. He should be doing the moonwalk and the cross-country skates. All right. Call him. Ask him if he can do it. I, but I feel bad telling you that was like 30 years ago. You think he's dead? No, I, I don't think, I don't think he's an Olympic age. I don't think he's at Olympic age. Though a lot of these, uh, uh, a lot of these sports have people that have done them so long. Right. Uh, like very specific sports. I remember archery, I think was one of them. Uh, because that's not a thing where age is terribly a factor in right. it. So you'll see these Olympians who have, well, this is my seventh Olympics and it's God bless, man. That's awesome. Um, but I, I, as much as I want it to be cross country skiing, freestyle or pursuit, uh, that's kind of an awesome name for a, I don't even know what that is, but pursuit cross country skiing. It's a game of tag in oh. the snow. It's tagging the snow. That's when you need those rockets because sometimes yeah. somebody really fast is in front of you and then you have to just haul butt to get over to them. Um, but it's none of those. Hal, come on. It's the biathlon. <laughs> it's combining cross country skiing 
and target shooting. Do you remember? Guns and skis, my friend. <laughs> and if it is pursuit biathlon, you just run and chase each other and shoot at each other. That is, that is the Hunger Games. And I'm very much on board. Is that the beginning of a James Bond movie where they're on skis shooting at each other? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, do you remember there used to be ga- uh, these video games? There was winter games and uh-huh. summer games by a company oh, yeah. called Epics or, or Electronic Arts, I think, mm-hmm. might have made them. But the winner, they had the biathlon and you had to like pl- like click the buttons. You had to either click the buttons or move the joystick to do the cross-country skiing part, mm-hmm. which is so – like as a kid, I'm like, I just want to shoot the rifle at the yeah. target. I don't want to cross country <laughs> ski. But also, why is this? <laughs> this, this sport. Yeah. Uh, it came out of one called Military P- Patrol. Okay. Which was the precursor. Um, that's where you play Metal Gear. Yeah. And you have to, you have to sneak around under a box while a bunch of people are watching. It was basically a group version of biathlon. Okay. But it, it, it this is one of those sports that feels like, one country is really good at it, or like two countries are really good at it, and they lobbied the Olympics to be like, "Can this be the be in the Olympics?" And uh, the Olympics were like, "Yeah, sure." And they're like, "Great!" And then everybody realized, "Oh, there's like only a couple places that are really good at this." Somehow they got their country's thing into this. It'd be like if I went on, if you went on Jeopardy, right, and. You're like, uh, yeah, can we do this? But I'd like to lobby for one of the categories to be, uh, World Series winners. <laughs> Maybe all of them. Yeah. And they're like, okay, sure. I'm like, great. So one medal for sure. Um, I took that the- said, <laughs> skiing and shooting guns is awesome. So I feel like it that's got to come out of the Nordic section. I, I took the Jeopardy test once, mm-hmm. not online. Like I went to an in-person physical test yeah. in, in, uh, near LAX. I, one of my best friends, Jesse. Hello, Jesse. I know you listen. And hi, Nikki. And hey, Jack. Go to bed. I assume they're listening to this late. That's their son. Uh, but I, I took Jesse to, to, to audition for Jeopardy because he's way smarter mm-hmm. than I am. I was like, I'll try to with the, but like whenever I do that in my head, I'm like, what if I'm secretly great at this? <laughs> and I'm the guy who was never supposed to be there. And I ace the written test and become the all time Jeopardy money winner. And then I took the test. And I will tell you, I've never felt dumber. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, I got out of college a couple of years ago so I could stop taking tests. Why am I doing this? Yeah. And I felt uh, just the dumbest, just the dumbest. Well, Hal, look, it's that test is designed to be incredibly difficult. Yes. These people go on television, national television, because they are – in cr- insane, crazy, super genius people. I did not respect the game. The game. I did not give the game. You got to give the game respect, Hal. I should have. Did you? Did you just go? You know what? Screw it and go next door and go to the Wheel of Fortune auditions. No, but I would totally audition. <laughs> I'd be great at Wheel of Fortune. That I'd be really good. I'm very good at Jeopardy at home. Uh, when I say the answer right after they've read it, sure. But uh, Wheel of Fortune, I'm, I think I would be good at. I think I'd be good at that. I really want to be on Price Is Right. But I am unwilling to go wait like for hours. I've to been get to the, the Price is Right and it is wonderful. Yeah. It's so much fun. It feels like you're in a different time. Well, the, I was there in the um in the Bob Barker era though. Right. So it did feel like it was a different time. Like like a pre Me Too time, probably. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, oh, for sure. Oh my goodness. <laughs> 
Oh, oh, Lordy. Maybe that show should have a female host and a bunch of dudes presenting stuff. That sounds like a great idea. They actually do have male, um, they do have male, uh, um, oh, bar, uh, not Barker's Beauties anymore. Um, Drew's presenters, Drew's the Drew crew. I don't the know what they call them. Sure. That's, see, you know what? I don't know if that's what it is, but it sounds like that's probably what it is. Yeah. It should be. Yeah. It sounds like um, a cartoon. Drew's crew. Yeah. They solve mysteries, but biathlon. We have no idea why. We have no idea why, just because skiing and shooting guns to the inner five-year-old in both of us. I don't want to speak for your inner five-year-old, um, but it sounds like the coolest of those sports. Oh, that's definitely the reason why. Yeah. I'm saying we don't know why it's in there, because when I asked why, you were like, oh, it's from Military Patrol. I was like, all right, what's Military Patrol? And you were like, I don't know what that is either. I think, no, I think it's one of those things that one or two, a few countries that were good at this weird thing lobbied okay. to have it put in. I see. I am a hundred percent guessing about that. I don't know. I haven't looked it up. That's probably right. Kate, is that right? Poor Kate. Yeah, this is, by the way, this is what happens when we do an episode with zero research. Yeah. In case you want to, if you want to compare it <laughs> to an episode where we have actual knowledge of things, we have a full spreadsheet as opposed to both of us having a laptop open to the same <laughs> pages we found on Google. But these are the actual events. We went yeah. to the Olympic website as so well. So you don't have to. Yeah. This um, is accurate. So, yeah, of course, out of the Nordic events, it's going to be the biathlon. Yeah. Let's, uh, let's move Do on. Do you think it's easier to make a cross-country skier into a, into a good marks person or to take a good marks person and go, I'm going to teach you how to cross-country ski? Because you have to be good at both. Right. You got to be fast, but you also have to hit – you also have to be accurate, right? I feel like it would be easier to make a good marksman out of somebody because there are so many elements of that part of it. There's so many fewer factors. You know what I mean? Okay. Like physical factors. I feel like so much of that is the gun and the lining up and the look at this thing. Like there's more of a checklist of you and the machine to making that part work. Does that make sense? Yes. Uh, And then but the skiing part, you just have to be a straight up skier. I'll bet you that people who are good at biathlon are terrible at laser tag because they can only shoot while they're down on their bellies. <laughs> or sliding around on ice. Or sliding around on oh, ice. Oh, no, they shoot when they, they get down on their bellies and shoot. Now, they don't have – there's another part where it's simultaneous, right? No. Where they're skiing and shooting at the same time? No. Okay. When they do that, then there are a bunch of police cross-country skiing <laughs> after them. Or James Bond. Correct. All right. So let's move on to – Alpine skiing and snowboarding events. Great. So it's here- co- I have to say it's cool that the snowboard snowboarding has made it in because it yeah. is a relatively it does show that the games the actual what games they choose evolves over time based on sports that are popular. Yeah, and what things people actually do in real life too. Like right. snowboarding is a thing that like I never hear of my buddies being like all right, cool, man. Uh, oh, you want to go with us? We're going to go up to Big Bear and go ski jumping this weekend. Have you ever snowboarded before? Uh, I've not. No, I've no. never done any snow sports. You've never skied? No, I've never skied. I've ever. always wanted to. I've water skied a lot. This is growing up in the South. Like, we didn't do a lot of trips to um, snowy places. My my wife grew up in the South, mm-hmm. as, as you know, as, as a mm-hmm. lot of people. Are you going to poke holes in my excuse? No, no. Well, well I'm just – it's just interesting because they grew up – uh, in a in an area where they do not get any snow, but they would take trips mm-hmm. because my father in law was a skier. Like everybody skied, my my mother in law skied. Uh, my sister in law, I think, was it the first day she ever learned to ski? By the end of the day, she was black diamond skiing. 
Wow. <clears throat> Which if you don't know, if you – That – I know enough about skiing to know that right. the black diamonds are the hard ones, right? Yes. Yeah. It's like black diamond, then double black diamond. And then double black diamond just feels like uh, you like someone played black diamond and you're like ah, bah, bah, before you scrape in that big pile of chips double black diamond <laughs> my friend now I own your car <laughs> uh, but I I've only gone once mm-hmm. how'd you do I, terribly <laughs> I fell the entire time except for once. But I just I'm just picturing you literally falling the entire time. I like was. you started at the top of a mountain mm-hmm. and you just kind of tumbled down that mountain for an hour until you got back on a ski lift. Yeah, that's right. I would make it like six feet. And then I, one time I made it all the way and was able to stop. I was yeah, in front great. of a girl I had a huge crush on. So that was very exciting. Did you take this girl with you on like the two of you went together? Or was it was yeah. like a school trip. It was like a or? Jewish youth group. Thing. Oh, okay. That I, I tagged along. Youth group trips, man. As a kid, youth group troops were the best for teen crushes. <laughs> Those so, were teen crush heaven. I went to Israel when I was mm-hmm. like 16 on a teen tour. And mm-hmm. one of the guys who ran it, this guy Jeff, was always like, you got to join my youth group. Come and join my youth group. So I went to an event. The skiing thing was an event. And the last time I ever went down a mountain on skis, I I tumbled this is towards the end when it's close to flat. <laughs> and when I real got my bearings, I was sitting on my butt with my legs spread apart and a tree trunk, like a small tree trunk, about two inches away from my crotch. Whoa. That's and, straight up out of a movie. Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm not meant to do this. <laughs> Thank you for the – thanks for letting me off with a warning, Mother Nature. <laughs> really appreciate it. Should she not just have- tapped you on the shoulder and went, honey, you sure? Yeah, Exactly. I, yeah, that's I, – I love people – I love that skiing exists. That's not, I'm not like it's so dumb that people strap wood to their feet and slide down. I think it's cool that people can do it. I'm not one of them. I, I yeah. would if there was an event that was getting into an inner tube and sledding down a hill. I would do that. Oh, that would be great. That's do they have that fun. event? Attach a beer tube to your uh, ankle so you don't lose it. Let that slide down tube? with you. Yeah, you never did. Well, I guess that's more of like river tubing. Yes, that is more yeah. like river tubing. You yeah, can't really, if you're going trip. fast on a tube, you can't really have a uh, a beer tube attached you to your ankle. You're trying to drink it, it's just spray. All, <laughs> wait, what is a beer? Is a beer tube? You have a beer can with a tube? No, it's uh, it's you, you get another inner tube and you put a cooler in it, uh, and you and you tie it to your ankle. <laughs> oh, sure, sure, sure. As you're floating down the river, or you know, a person in the group's ankle. Yeah, or um, you could just tie it to the big tube, right? I guess you could, but I like to think of things in more um more terms like Splash Mountain style. Doesn't that seem a little more Splash Mountain style? Like, yeah. one of those Brer characters would have it uh, tied around their ankle. Yes, Brer Bear would do that for yeah. sure. Sure. Um, so, since neither of us really skis a lot, let's yeah. take a look at this one. Maybe here's where my brain is right now. Okay, I'm looking at it as a viewer and fan. Okay, and as a viewer and fan, not just because America always has a really uh, kick butt team. Uh, in this, but snowboarding is a heck of a lot of fun to watch. Yeah, it's now cool. freestyle skiing is great to watch. This is this is going down. This is the moguls. This is uh, ski halfpipe, which is a crazy, crazy yes, thing. Absolutely, that sort of a, looks like a cross between snowboarding and uh, and skiing. Uh, and then the alpine. But those are all just that visually beautiful. Everyone kind of has to do it the same way because it's speed based. You know what I mean? Well, the not the half the half pipes are more doing tricks. No, the half pipes are. Stuff. I mean the the downhill. 
Yeah, I. It's all about who can shave off fractions of seconds by being a little bit closer to this. Meanwhile, you got a snowboarder doing an 1100 or 1280 or whatever uh-huh. the, uh, a 1080p. <laughs> Grandpa over here really does not understand how snowboarding works. You got it right. They do a 1080p. Yeah, they do a 1080p. And then just one guy, they... just, didn't Sean White start doing 4Ks? Yeah. I think he does a 4K now. He does an HDR. <laughs> um, so looking at this one, for me, I feel like snowboarding would get my vote coming out of the alpine uh, skiing and snowboarding events. I get what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's something to me about the skiing events mm-hmm. that just blows me away. In particular, like the slalom is cool. Mm-hmm. The moguls are cool with the hills. The moguls are fun to watch, like, yeah. I, I just look at it at how – like I would just be falling over. I would be uh, – my face would be on the back of my head like a cartoon if I tried to do any of these things. But uh-huh. the downhill races, I think – Are beautiful. I think is – is it the Super G that I'm thinking of? I can't, I can't remember the name. But they're racing downhill around curves mm-hmm. and there's something about the skill that's involved in going that fast and being that precise. Yeah. That would get my vote. Um. Well, uh, okay. I can, I can see that. Uh, let me add this then. And sure. this is going to be another one in favor, actually, of alpine skiing. It just popped into my head. Uh, snowboarding is a very new, uh, sport. Yes. To the Winter Olympics. Mm-hmm. So is there some, uh, is it standing on the shoulders of a hundred years of tradition, uh, with the Winter Olympics having alpine skiing? Cause it feels like, in the Winter Olympics, it feels like uh, downhill skiing, a race going downhill is as quintessentially and basically uh, Winter Olympics as a foot race is Summer Olympics. Does sure. that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So that feels like that's a – that's another uh, check mark. The, the history of it and the legacy of it is another check mark in the, um, in the alpine skiing, the downhill. Right, but at the same, and then at the same time, to give one to snowboarding, right? It feels like the next. How generation. don't you don't have to give one to snowboarding? I'm trying to oh, trying, trying to get us to oh, narrow things to down. This up. I'm trying to get th- get get us to narrow things down. Well, no, I'm just thinking about. There's something to be said. It's not. It's not that snowboarding is a pioneering sport at mm-hmm. all, but it does represent extreme sports. And a huge cut of our population loves snowboarding. Yeah. It's like the cool, yeah. it's still a very cool thing to do. It's very much an American like thing to love in the Olympics too. Cause it's a thing that we're good at. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like winter Olympics come around and it's like, Oh man, we're going to pe- be competing with a lot of Alpine countries, <laughs> but we have snowboarding. Yeah. Here comes Sean white yeah. to pull out all um, his tricks. All right, you will, coming out of this category though, we got to pick one. I would do the Super G. The Super G. We're, we're sure that the Super G is the big. I'm a double check. The big downhill race. I'm just because I do. I, I now that I'm thinking about it with the the legacy of it, I do think that uh, we got to go with alpine skiing. Yeah, I mean, all right, Super G. I'm gonna tell you. That, by the way, is right what now. I want my new nickname to be. And if we ever have a bet between us, a gentleman's bet, that will definitely be. My side of it will be, all right, if I win, you have to start calling me Super G. Yes, exactly. Yeah, Bodie Miller competed in Super G. Yeah, that's yeah, the big, that's the big downhill. So right. I would go Super G. All right. I didn't Are know we were going to get real specific on this. Well, because because it's like 
that would be like saying like team sports for summer. Yeah. That's there are a true. lot of different time or uh, diving. There are different. All right. So Alpine. Uh, so uh, category one, we have the biathlon category two. We have super G when we come back. We will dig into the ice sports and then we'll, uh, we'll discover our, our winner. How's that sound? Sounds great. I'm going to ski moonwalk over there right now. Rockets. Podcasts. 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 <laughs> They're audio programs that tell smart stories in innovative ways using editing techniques like, like this. this. Like this. Like this. Yeah. But let's face it. All that smart stuff can be exhausting. That's where Stop Podcasting Yourself comes in. It's so stupid. It's just two stupid dinguses being dumb idiot jerks for 90 minutes. Stop Podcasting Yourself. The stupid show that smart people love. Find it on iTunes. Or MaximumFun.org. Hey, we'd like to talk to you about our new podcast on Maximum Fun, Friendly Fire. It's the podcast about action movies and Sylvester Stallone specifically. It's, it's the show I've always wanted to make. It is not that. It is not that at all. It's a little bit more of a war movie podcast. It's not a little bit more of a war movie podcast. It is explicitly a war movie podcast. We look at them from all sides and put them in a variety of cultural and historical contexts such that anyone is going to enjoy this show. So go grab Friendly Fire every Friday on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, we're back. Hi. Hello. Uh, how are you feeling? Uh, by the way, everybody, it's been three weeks. Hal's been in the hospital from his ski moonwalking incident. <laughs> it was the rockets. I put him on the front, <laughs> and I was like, I'm going to moonwalk so fast. Yeah. And that's the last thing I remember. Just having the idea is the last thing I remember. Oh, wow. I'm are you sure, sure someone just came up and hit you over the head and took your idea? Oh, why me? Yeah. Why um, anybody? So let's uh, – you know what? I like that. Why me? Why anybody? That takes the selfishness out of, uh, out of bad karma or bad right. things happening to you. Yeah. Like, if you get in traffic, it's like, oh, not why am I in traffic? It's why does traffic happen to anyone? <laughs> um, all right. So let's look at the ice sports. Um, we've got the bobsled, the luge, the skeleton, all different versions. They're variations on a theme. Sledding. Sliding down a tube. Yeah. Yes. Uh, or, uh, by Danger, yourself. Yeah, like or, a, j- a dangerous very dangerous ice tube. Yeah. Um, remember a couple of years ago, they, like one of the losers, I think, passed away doing a practice run. Yeah. Because it was, and they were talking about how fast the track is because obviously the more ice and mm-hmm. where they place it and how slick it is going to make the track faster. Right. And I think they were boasting beforehand at how fast the track was and they had to slow it down. Yeah. It was so dangerous. It was too, uh, too much. Run. So those are like, those have got to be the most dangerous sports. Yeah, in, in and they're the, hard. They're hard for me. They're fun to watch, but it's it's that's another one that you want to think that uh, ski jumping looks repetitive. This is the most down to the split millisecond uh, race that I've that that you can imagine, and yeah. everyone looks the exact same when they're doing it, and they know by the time. They have pushed off, at least on the bobsled, whether or not this person is going to win, place, show, whatever, or, you know, beat their personal best, whatever. They can tell within the first few seconds. 
So I remember watching the Olympics and watching like a bobsled run. They're like, and they begin. Oh, well, they've lost. And it's that quick. It's just, you see his foot slip just, just a little bit as he was getting inside there. There's no reason for them to do the rest of this run. I mean, we'll keep watching. They're going to get to the bottom. And then they get to the bottom in exactly the amount of time that this person said they would. So now, now I have no reason not to believe this guy that is telling me at the beginning of the race what the future holds. There's some, and then it's not as exciting to watch. Th- that's fair. That's fair. There, and there is something in, just, it's just interesting thinking about it right now that, that these three sports mm-hmm. are, are much like the pentathlon mm-hmm. in that there's only they are one the sign way of the devil. to do it. They are the sign of the devil. Am I thinking of a pentathlon as a different thing than you are? No, we're thinking, I'm thinking about the of same a pentagram. Thing. Oh, is that what, it's that yeah. what, that's when you send a pentathlon a message. <laughs> yeah. That's when you, uh, burn a sigil into your floor in the shape of a pentathlon. <laughs> and then say, I am your singing pentagram. Uh, oh, I think you're confusing a telegram and a pentathlon now. Telegram, tell a friend. Whatever. Let's keep going. I wish I could cut that out, but it's not going to happen. <laughs> uh, no, there, there's something to the fact that you have to do it the exact, like, it's, it's similar to running, running like the, the, the 400 meter dash right. where you stay in a lane, you have to run the exact same way. There's no freestyle. There are no tri- – because with diving, mm-hmm. they're they're doing different. Like I'm going to do a half gainer with a twist. Well, I'm going to do a full uh, 360 twisting layout, whatever. Right. This is – you have to do the exact same thing, but you have to be the best at it of all of these people. Yeah. Granted, knowing in the first 10 seconds – or the first two seconds – Kind of blows it out, and I don't. I'm and not I get, but I get it. why it's a. So I get that that is a thing, and I get that right. that's why it's a sport. It's that's why it's in there. It just doesn't feel much like a spectator sport. I just want to point out if you go to Olympic.org and look at sports, the examples of all the sports are like one, the bathroom guy. Oh guy like, yeah, like the pictures side. of the bathroom side. And person. for the freestyle skiing, it's a guy who looks like he's downhill skiing, but he's upside down. <laughs> Oh, that's when they do the crazy tricks in the air. Yeah. Oh, I like that one a lot. Yeah. Too bad a loss. I know. Well, you know what? Should have fought for it. That upside down bathroom guy's real upset. Um. Yeah. That he'll he'll be fine. So we've just eliminated bobsled, luge, and by the way, which is scarier? Is it skeleton where you're on your tummy, or luge when you're on your when you're on your back going feet first, head first, or feet first? Which is scarier? Head first is scarier. Yeah. Yeah. I think head first is way scarier. You don't feel like because you have more control on your tummy than you do on your back. Like, well, I can't, I guess. Yeah, I- but all your force is moving in that direction. If all of your force, if you jump up, if you know, if you jump off of the first floor balcony onto the deck below, you know, all of your force is going to be in your feet. If you did that head first. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like it's way more dangerous going because head first feels like a wily e. coyote sport. Neither of these bathroom guys are wearing helmets, by the way. Well, you know what? They really, you couldn't tell though. They may have really tiny heads. Oh, that's true. Yeah. They may just have tiny heads like in, uh, Beetlejuice. In Beetlejuice. Yeah. <laughs> they could be those dudes from the end of Beetlejuice. Yeah. I don't know what country they represent. It's the witch doctor put, and the head shrinking is another category. Oh my God. In the witch doctor. Well, it was one of those demonstration categories. Um, <laughs> right all right. So yeah, I'm eliminating them. They're okay. fun. They're great to watch. So here's what we have left in this category. Uh, we've got the speed, uh, the speed skating, short track and regular. Uh, we've got figure skating, ice hockey and curling. Let's talk about curling. Go ahead. Curling is another one of those sports to me that feels like 
one or two countries had this weird thing that they did. Right. And they're like, well, can this be in the Olympics? And the IOC was like, yeah, sure. We don't have enough Olympic sports in the Winter Olympics yet. You think that's filler? I think it's filler. I do. There's some people that take it very seriously. I'm not one of them. Don't you love watching it though? I sure. In the way that I love watching Bob Ross. Yes, exactly. It's it's a gentle ASMR of a sport. And it's I'm they're way better at it than I like. I think shuffleboard is fun. Sure. At like a bar. Yeah, it's fun. But I'm not very good at it. I I couldn't imagine trying to do it while on the table. Try doing it drunk. That's a good point. Yeah. Do you think all those guys are drunk when they're curling? Probably. I feel like curling came out of a dare. Doesn't that seem like a uh doesn't that seem like a barbet based Olympic sport? It feels like something a Scot a Scottish person would dare another Scottish person <laughs> to do. Why do I think that? Is it because it's giant rocks? I think so. And also because the Scots invented golf, which is kind of the same thing. How are golf and curling the same thing? In that well, in the sense that they could have been made up in a bar, like, hey there, Seamus. Yeah. Do you think that you can get this wee little white bull? Let's say I dig a hole. Okay. Like half a neighborhood from here. That's no problem, that is. And you take a stick. I'll hit it. And smack this ball into that hole. All the way over there. Right. All right. <laughs> After that, how about we go down to the frozen pond and you wave a broom in front of an old bucket that I slide across the ice and we'll see how far it goes. Sounds great. First, let me go throw up. <laughs> the end. I think I lost the accent two That's or right. three times. So did I. Look, <laughs> we it's not like we do this for a job. No. That, I don't I don't have Scottish accent on my acting resume. I'm okay. <laughs> but you do have um some guitar. Some guitar no. <laughs> driving. Licensed driver. Yep, All right, we can't do, go swim. down this rabbit hole. Can swim. <laughs> can swim. All right. Um. So uh, let's talk about what do we want to talk about now? Let's talk Improv. about the, the the skating characters, <laughs> sketch writing. Let's talk about the skating events. Okay. Uh, I don't know enough to know the difference between regular track and short track. <laughs> short track is the really tiny one where it looks like they're just going in a circle, and it's about whoever gets the inside lane. Right. And the long track, they're going around. Uh, I, I like the longer speed skating anyway. I like to watch, yeah. I like to watch it unfold. It is fun. There, there's something about it, it. There's something about a, a sprint that I really like. Yeah. There's no way it beats figure skating though. No. As if we're talking about skating, look, Hal, we've been going for a while on this. I don't think there's maybe ice hockey, but they win. I'll tell you what. Speed skating wins for most dangerous skates because they're so big. It's like yeah, they're, they're like giant monster razors. Yeah. It's like they're on two swords just <laughs> skating around on the ice. Um, but yeah, figure skating is figure skating is my favorite reason to watch the Winter Olympics. Right. It's beautiful. The music is wonderful. If you, if you had a song to do, um, what would you, what would you figure skate to? Uh, geez. <sighs> Probably the theme to Sesame Street. <laughs> I think that would be really pretty, and it would be something everybody can connect with. Alternate would be uh, Hangar 18 by Megadeth. <laughs> I would love to see you figure skate to some Megadeth. That's my long program. <laughs> Um, 
I have to give a shout out to my uh, old roommate Jordan, who uh, always wanted to see a figure skating moment done to that Celine Dion song where they pause for a second. Uh, and I'll be waiting for you here in you know that song. No, there's like a great. It's a it's a big over the top Celine Dion song with a pause in the middle. And uh, we just we used to laugh all the time at the idea of a figure skater doing a big up in the air twirly thing and then <laughs> landing right as the song kicked back in after that pause. Well, that would be amazing. Yeah, um, yeah, figure skating is it's the best. It's so much fun to watch. It's the the characters are always interesting. And then yeah. there's ice dancing, which is a totally different. It's almost like the that's more like dressage. Yeah, but it's still cool. It's like Dancing with the Stars meets uh, figure skating. There's less. You know, ramp up to a big, huge stunt, and it's right. more just put on a little show. So, like, look, I'm always gonna, that. I'm always gonna want to watch just put on a little show. What do we do? Some ice dancing. My pa's got a curtain we can use. Um, and hockey is hockey. Hockey is wonderful. Hockey is well. Look, we're gonna we've got to compare them, Hal. Okay, uh, but um, I'm saying you're. But you're. I'm not giving. Sh- I don't mean. I don't want to feel like I'm giving short shrift to figure skating because I have a feeling. We're going to get to talk more about figure skating. I'm sure we will. All right. But let, let's do the first. Perfect- let's eliminate hockey. No. Then we can talk about figure skating and <laughs> how, figure skating versus biathlon versus now, alpine skiing. The perfect transition for this is the 1992, 93, or 94 movie, The Cutting Edge. In which, Topic. In, yes. In which Maura Kelly <laughs> plays a figure skater who is then – uh, uh, paired with DB Sweeney's disgraced hockey player turned figure skater. Yeah. Uh, as they try to skate their way into the world's hearts and win a gold medal. Yeah. And you know what? Time. If DB Sweeney is going to ultimately pick figure skating over hockey. Now, that being said, I think hockey. Hockey's wonderful. Hockey's a wonderful sport. Hockey is an underrated sport in the U.S. I don't think people appreciate right. it. I think of the four major sports that hockey players are the best athletes in that. They have they have to combine grace, speed, and brutality in the same sport. So mm-hmm. the the grace of a basketball player and that being that adroit with your hands and and your feet, the the speed of a football player and their ability to hit and take a hit. They're doing the entire thing on skates and yeah. the accuracy of I'm, a baseball look, player. I'm not I'm not knocking that these are. I think oh I'm not, I'm not ice hockey you. is. It is wonderful. It's a right. blast to watch. These guys are incredible athletes. But this is the same thing that we came up with in talking about summer sports. When you think of basketball, you don't think of the Olympics. You know what I mean? When I, you think of hockey, I guess maybe because of uh, the miracle on ice. Yes. That is one of those great moments that will forever link ice hockey to the Olympics. But I don't think of ice hockey as a – quintessentially olympic sport i think of it as a huge mega sport that is also happens to be in the olympics okay let me let me tell a quick story about hockey then okay i i I agree we're gonna limit it it's gonna be figure skating but not ice dancing sorry (laughs) sorry ice dancing. oh pairs or singles i say pairs I don't know. Singles are pretty great too. Singles are great, but pairs, there's something. Pairs are pretty, I, I would say figure skating as a whole. I think we could take that. We can take figure skating as its own thing? Yes. All right, because, great. because if we're talking about the super G, do we say is it the men's super G, the women's super right. G? Like, it's the super G. Right. They're great athletes. It doesn't matter what their gender is or anything. It's just the event is coming. Uh, 
in the in the seventies when the Russian hockey, the Soviet hockey program was at the sort of the height of its dominance, mm-hmm. they toured the U.S. and Canada. They toured the NHL and played exhibition matches against a variety mm-hmm. of teams and just slaughtered them, like essentially embarrassing the world and proving how superior the team was. Okay. Then they came into Philadelphia. Where the Flyers, who had earned the, the nickname the Broad Street Bullies for their intense physical play that essentially is the progenitor of the violence you see now, for for better or for worse. The, worse. the rough physical style. Worse, Hal. If Philly did it, it's for worse. <laughs> there you go. Uh, they came into Philadelphia and Philadelphia was beating them so badly that they refused to come out in between periods. Like They were going to walk until they were told that they weren't going to get paid. So then they came out and lost the game. Not only did they get beaten up, but the they physically were beaten up. They were physically and in the game beaten up. And that is a great story, first of all, about Philadelphia. <laughs> and that is the also second and third of all. <laughs> so I just wanted to brag on the Flyers, on the Broadway Flyers, Flyers, who won back to back Stanley Cups, 74 and 75, and almost won again in 76. And if not won since I've been alive. Well, you know what? What? I think they're due. Bring those Russians back. But the same guys. <laughs> That's right. We'll get yeah. another easy win. We'll um, run up a dub on them. All right. So, okay. so here's what we're looking at, Hal. Yes. Um, ice hockey, a, a wonderful, wonderful sport. But going away. But going away for purposes of this. Yes. Too big a sport. Uh, too big to fail. Yeah. Too big to make it to the end. Yes. Too big to um, succeed. So here's what our final, what our final choices are. We are looking at downhill skiing, the Super G. We're looking at the biathlon and we're looking at figure skating. The biathlon is the kitschy choice here. Right. Can, we can eliminate it. Can we? I think so. You think so? Yeah. Cross country skiing and shooting is more of a, a niche. Isn't this hilarious thing? So it's not, it's not, uh, it's not so hilarious that it trumps the other sports. I don't think so. I okay. think we're looking at downhill skiing or figure skating. Fair enough. As our final two. Okay. Um, which is is it, it is it fair to say that it is uh the it is technicality used for two different ends technicality uh in the interest of speed right like precision not technicality precision is the word i'm looking for okay uh absolute precision in the pursuit of speed right versus absolute precision in the pursuit of beauty okay um, I get it. So, I don't know. Looking at it from that angle, I think it's more important that the world is a beautiful place than the world is a fast-paced place. Yeah, I just – I can't stand the music most people choose <laughs> for figure skating. I can't. It drives me nuts. I don't I don't like, like a Like a steering wheel in your underpants. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> That's so stupid. Did your dad teach you that? It was one of those jokes that I just learned forever <laughs> ago, and I don't know why it's still funny to me. It sounds like something like a yeah. pirate joke. Yeah, a pirate walks it's in. It's driving to, me nuts. Yeah. You see the pirate, and he, you say, hey, uh, Mr. Pirate, why you got a steering wheel down your pants? Yar, it's driving me nuts. Oh, God. <laughs> Kids, go to bed. Good night, everyone. <laughs> um yeah, uh, congratulations, all of our uh, young kid listeners. You have a new joke for the playground. <laughs> Please don't tell that joke. That joke's awesome. Credit Mark. All right, uh, credit me. That joke's awesome. Wow, you just you're not you're just full pride. Yep. Good for you. 
<laughs> I just the music drives me crazy. But is that enough? Is that enough, or am I just? Why do you watch the it? Olympics? What's your What's your favorite thing to turn on? I, I turn the TV on. They just happen. No, um, I I love that downhill skiing. The downhill skiing. The skiing. See, for, I guess that's what it away. comes down to is. You turn it on for that. I turn it on for the figure skating. And so, I, and to be fair, I don't mm-hmm. know enough about figure skating. I, I appreciate it, but after like three or four, if I see like three or four really good figure skaters, I, they all seem to be doing because they're doing the same stuff. Yeah, but they each they have a whole Epcot of music. A whole Epcot of music. Yeah, <laughs> it's a great big beautiful. Now, if somebody shining at the end of every, every day. day. Yeah. It's a great big beautiful. This is a really tomorrow. musical episode. For us talking about sports, we're singing a lot in this episode. <laughs> well, tomorrow's just a dream away. That's why. Man has a dream with and, mind. And that's a start. That he, he follows his dream with mind and heart. And when it becomes a reality, it's a dream come true for you and me. So there's a great big beautiful tomorrow. Shining, Shining at the end of every day. There's, There's a, a great, great, big, beautiful tomorrow. Just, just a dream away. It's figure skating. Figure skating asked and answered. <laughs> this topic is settled. That song was enough. Yep. If you didn't get it, the message was in the song. Yeah. So This is our national treasure to you. That's right, everybody. Figure it out. Um, but there are many more topics to discuss, so True. please reach out to us on Twitter at We Got This Tweets. Check out the Maximum Fun subreddit, or you can email us at We Got This Podcast at gmail.com or come to our Facebook group and be like Ashley and suggest your topics there, and they'll wind up on the show. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash We Got This Podcast. Thank you to producer Ken Plume, researcher Kate McManus, who got the night off, graphic designer Uri Kelman, and QA engineer Jen Alba. And thanks, as always, to our musicians, Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman, for their score and theme song, respectively. That's really both that, that, both our score and our theme song you could figure skate to. You could. Yeah. I mean, we probably couldn't. But. If you're a figure skater, would you please figure skate to our... Please figure skate to our score, score and theme song. Respectively. Respectively. Um, and thank you to you, our listeners. Figure skaters or not. You are all uh, that beautiful moment of suspension in the air where all is right with the world. Thank you for being that to me and Hal. Thanks for giving us this chance to chat with you and with everyone. Uh, for Hal Lublin, I'm Mark Gagliardi. For Mark Gagliardi, I'm Hal Lublin. And don't worry, everybody. We, we got, got this. this. We got this. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.